So I started drinking rock stars recently. Why? Like, because they're doing a collaboration with Halo Infinite, and I want. Oh yeah, their you have a, you skins. have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a problem. But I only needed four <laughs> for what I needed. But it's now I get a problem have... when he stops. Yeah, but now I just have a bunch of rock star. Because my grocery store was doing like a three for five deal, so I have six. Because that was Those cheaper than just good, buying right? four outright. They taste good, but the thing I'm realizing is that despite these have like 200 milligrams of caffeine, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Which is a lot, but I drink cold brew, which also has 200 milligrams of caffeine. I drink that like every morning uh, because okay. I am addicted. Well, well, it's the caffeine part doesn't matter, right? Caffeine mm -hmm. is like a. It's the everything else. Yeah, it's, yeah, because that's what I've discovered content. is that I'm like five times more wired, and even with the sugar-free one, I'm like way more wired when I drink those. Oh, yeah. Which I started drinking them before I go to the gym, and I can't tell if this is the best or worst decision I've ever made. Because <laughs> I'm lifting way heavier, right? Like, way heavier. And I feel like I could fight God. Well, that's but because the they just time, that's because they just brew it in methamphetamines. Yeah, it's what it feels like. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I leave the gym, and I still feel like I could fight God. And I'm like, this needs to stop. I'm home. Thomas, are you sure it's not actually just, like, liquid meth you're ingesting under the guise of uh, a rock star can? You know what? I might have just bought meth. Is Halo I might have just bought meth just on accident. Meth. Check it next time at Dragon Ball. Question yeah, I'm realizing mark? that the little Master Chief on the can is, like, very crudely drawn on in crayon. Yeah. And I haven't been getting any codes. He's got terrible and teeth. And also, I, yeah, I, I've lost three teeth. And the guy who sold to me just lives outside my door. Yeah, when I say three for five deal at my grocery store, what I meant was a you get the first one free deal from Jimmy, who lives behind my grocery store. Ah, and so the truth floweth forth. And the new Master Chief Collection update come out or something? Yeah, they added like the armor from like the Macworld demo of Halo that was never a thing. That was like, oh, the, like original the original Halo. Of Halo. Yeah. Huh. huh. They added when, that as armor to Halo 2 Anniversary. But when do they add the Marathon Man? Yeah, when do they add the Marathon Man? Honestly, at this point, I'm kind of surprised they haven't. <laughs> I like how I'm like, I have no interest in playing Halo till Infinite, and I have no interest in the multiplayer. I just want to see what the fuck the campaign is for that game. Well, they put out a trailer recently that's just the campaign stuff. Did they? Yeah. yeah. That was like a week or two ago. Uh, good for them, I guess. They finally decided to show it off. Yep. Is it going to be I, an open world racing game? Yeah. Not <laughs> racing. Open world racing game. <laughs> yeah, the bullets race towards the enemy, I guess. Yeah, it's just for. It turns out the campaign of Halo Infinite is just Forza Horizon 5. Finally, a good Halo game. <laughs> I did see apparently Forza 5 got like a 10 out of 10 from IGN. So it's so just Forza like, 5 or Horizon 5? Please just Horizon 5. Yeah, that game's fucking awesome. Horizon, those <laughs> games are good. I, people have slept not, on Horizon who are like non Forza people because they're like, I don't want to play a racing sim. Forza Horizon is about riding around the snow racing a, a train. Like, that's what those games are about. Um, they're not, fantastic. I mean, I'm not really a racing game guy personally.
Yeah, Maybe but it's like, like they're just good. Games. They're just good racing games. So like you just sort of play it. Fair. You fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, Zach, and lead speaking us in of things you should play, welcome What's to episode forty-eight of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go on, Chase. curiosity. What's a, what's a side quest in Halo for doing like an open world Halo game? Uh, I don't finding know. It seems finding like skulls. Far Cry Halo in some way, like because they have like outposts you have to try to take down and shit like that. Like that'd be fun. Like if someone just said like go play Halo Combat, like I'll be okay. Like what would be like a what's a col- what's a collectible in a Halo world? Skulls, I guess. I guess, yeah. All right, all right. Keep going. Skulls and USB what- sticks and flags. I could see like what you could do to make a cool Halo open world game. You would just need to change Halo a lot. Finding, yeah, I'm finding the Sergeant curious. Johnson clones. Yeah, I'm curious but to also, see how this pans out. If someone said, "Hey, this Halo game plays well," which the multiplayer does, right? Mm-hmm. And then they said, "Here's a bunch of random shit where you can just play Halo on it." I might be like, well, you know, all right, fine. That seems to be the case. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, there's a bunch of just random missions for me to, like, play Halo in. Like, okay. And then I can upgrade Halo Man with Spartan cores or whatever. I don't fucking know. With more Halos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, larger Halos. Yeah. Just, like, you, stick it on his head. Every Halo you defeat, you grow stronger <laughs> each time. <laughs> so you get to fight the ultimate Halo. Yes, I yes. just want this to become ending with, like, kaiju-size Master Chief in space fist-fighting a Halo ring. It won't Look, be if you, that. They're like, we can't go that crazy. But no, no, no. If you kaiju, draw a line from... A kaiju-sized from ki- AI construct of Master Chief fighting a kaiju-sized AI construct of the guy who's like, hmm... Uh, the guy who flits around is a little orb man who got blown up by a laser beam. He'll just come back for some reason. Three four three guilty spark. It. That's the name. I knew it. I just didn't want to sound too much like <laughs> they named the company scared. after him. I know. And then they'll then he'll make you run the library again for shit through yeah. giggles, dude. Just for fun. That'd be so fucking. The whole Halo world open world is just one big library level. Is what we're gonna find out. <laughs> and then the, it was the ultimate ploy all along. It's just I a, it was just gonna be. It's a circle. One really long like warthog chase scene like at the end of halo one and three all right they can only do well with this open world design if at the end of the game they destroy the whole open world you've been playing in and it's like one long open world like the end of you know the warthog chasing but they destroy the whole open world they've created that'd be fucking sick honestly i think that'd be cool they're not gonna do that i bet but that'd be sick i just want to talk about halo sometimes sorry yeah no halo's great (laughs) Hello, everyone, for a second time, and welcome to episode 48 of the World's Strongest Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and there's my co-host, Chase. Hello. And Thomas. Hi-de-ho. And today, we're going to be talking about episodes 133, 134, and 135 of Dragon Ball, which this is the beginning of the last canon arc of Dragon Ball. There technically is a five-episode filler arc at the end of the Dragon Ball anime, but this is the last arc from the manga. Woo! Actually, that's kind of a misnomer because the manga has no delineation between where Dragon Ball ends and where Dragon Ball Z begins. It's all just Dragon Ball. But yeah, this is the last Dragon Ball arc. Yes. Yeah. And I don't, I, I'm feeling good about this. This is the prelim. Like, I like these episodes. So we'll just yeah. jump yeah. right in with episode 133. Ch-ch-ch-changes! I've been waiting to make that Ugh. joke this whole time. And the first thing that changes 
is the intro not yeah no the intro never changes <laughs> which again is just a surprising thing that this anime doesn't have multiple openers when that becomes such an anime thing to keep changing up your opener it's so weird because now we just have a complete spoiler alert but we have a completely different goku design this time around and it's still just a little like small goku running around into the blue gi from episode one yeah, the blue gi that he hasn't worn, like, since he became In a disciple of Roshi. seven years. Yeah. Disciple of Roshi. <laughs> he trained under the foot of Roshi. <gasps> but yeah. Not the turtle hermit. I will say right off the bat, one big thing about this episode against the others is there's no recap on this episode. Like, it just jumps right in. What's there to recap? Uh, Nothing happened before now. It's been a three-year time skip. Anything you saw to the contrary didn't happen. Well, yes and no. What happened to Cream Puff? <laughs> the most important character. He died. Who's where's Cream Puff? But yeah, everyone's just it opens on the World Martial Arts Tournament Arena. Three years later, now the tournament is about to begin with everyone coming in to sign up and register. And again, it's still just the one guy sitting outside <laughs> with like the like folding card table, essentially just. <laughs> Writing everyone in. Writing it down on pieces on a piece of paper in the rain. Yeah. Which I do love. We do have the opening title card thing like the last two tournaments, except this mm -hmm. time it's Hell way yeah. extra. Hell it's yeah. Like, the symbol appears, but then it like shoots at you and there's like a flashing light. It's just, it's a lot more. And I like that we still have a unique title card thing to signify a tournament. I kind of wish they'd just use the same one. Ah, yeah. get, get hyped. It's big. Yeah. I mean, Are it you is excited? kind of a Are you yeah. excited? Which I yes. mean, the tournament itself now is becoming more and more of a renowned thing. Like each mm -hmm. time, it seems like the tournament is bigger. Well, yeah, they got um, people shooting laser beams now. They didn't do that in the tournaments before the before Goku showed up. Yeah, they didn't do that really. <laughs> now it's a light show. Guy, yeah, I do love they have yikes indian accent man calling out to everybody to come yeah. sign up and then we have like a quick shot of just like a boxer's hands of the guy talking to the person at the card table and whatever va they decided to use for the dub decided to make this guy rocky but with an <laughs> i instead of a y like all you hear him say is like hey it's an i not a y and then like walks away he runs off he scampers he like oh, so he's, he's a little scamper incredible <laughs> And that's when we cut over to Launch and Roshi, who are the first two people here waiting better, for everybody else to show Better up. enjoy Launch while you can, folks. She's written out of the show in, like, 20 episodes. Yeah, which is still surprising to me that, like, Toriyama forgot her with how prominently featured she is in these three episodes. Um, yeah. Or at least, like, the first one and the last one. But Oolong and Poire end up being the first two to arrive, having... Like, they talk to each other like they have not seen each other for years, despite last we saw them in the filler, but last we saw them, actually, even outside of the filler, last we saw them, they were all at Kame House. Just chilling in Kame House. Yeah, so presumably Oolong has an apartment, I guess, or just lives somewhere else, and Poir lives with Oolong now. Oolong lives in prison. Yeah, and I do also love that Oolong apparently got an ear reduction in the three intervening years. That's yeah, this was, this was weird. It was very funny to me. He does look a little different, but I think this is... Mo a, some of these are, you know, obviously characters aged up, but I feel like there's a... 
it's not a complete and total stylistic change. This isn't like well, yeah, he's JoJo Part Three time. to JoJo Part Four, but there is like a distinct difference in the art style to me, like an an evolution of like Toriyama's style and the anime style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are looking a little cleaner than usual, and not just because they're all wearing suits this time. Oh yeah, <laughs> but this is when we kind of get. Or Bulma comes in next. Roshi pervs on now grown-up Bulma. Sigh. Because, of course. Dude, and Bulma, Bulma, Bulma walks just... out of a cab. This woman does yeah. not take a cab to the World Martial Arts Tournament. She has too much money to take a cab. Well, she wants to still be able to relate to the working man. Bullshit. This Bulma's is the, like, Elon Musk, like, man. going and getting a beer at the <laughs> local bar thing. Like, very carefully crafted at to the make com- her seem... At the bar Relatable. that he owns, surrounded by people he work that I, work for I can him. very much see Bulma yeah. going to the bar to get a drink, but never to relate to anyone, just because she wanted to go to the bar and get a drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I do love that Bulma just straight up ignores Roshi when she gets out of the car and goes straight to, like, a happy reunion with Launch. Finally. And, yeah, and then that's when Roshi grabs her butt, and then uh, Bulma breaks his fucking nose. Good. Good. It's back to that she Toriyama. breaks his nose. Toriyama's back, baby. <laughs> yeah, the yep, Toriyama we... bit train back. What at do you the know? Station. We're back in canon. Yeah, but this is what we kind of get the rundown of what everyone was doing, and we learned that Yamcha, Krillin, and Tien all went to train on their own. Which at first I thought, like, oh, we're just ignoring the filler, but this does. They bring this back around later. I don't know if it's a line from the anime or if this is or if a line from the manga that they establish that basically later in a the third episode of these it is established that Krillin, Tien and Yamcha did all go meet Corin and train with Corin for like a brief moment before they all went their separate ways. And I was so shocked that they actually acknowledged that that happened. Yeah, which is, makes me wonder if that is canon like is that just like a reference to the anime filler or is that canon that they i feel want the, to go to corn tower i think it's filler. yeah like obviously we wouldn't no, 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 show because it because i just think because they talk about knowing about sensu beans later on that i, I just assume that they, they they probably have gone to corn tower at this point like this is why they're gonna be so strong oh yeah been, it would make sense years which is like as long yeah. as master roshi spent doing the um what's it called trying to get the the water though so. it is established that they completed training with Corrin and then went to go continue all yeah. training oh, on yeah. their own. Yeah, so, so. I, I like, imagine like they had to spend some amount of time with Corrin. So like, I think they totally got to Corrin and, and, and that's why they're not going to be surprised by Corrin and Z or anything like that, right? Like, this is their establishing yeah. moment. Fair enough. Plus, it would make sense. Like, I feel like that would be a logical thing that they would want to do during that gap and something that we wouldn't need to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't even see it in the anime. We just saw them heading that way. <laughs> then they got distracted they by Volcano. Way, and then we're like, we're good. No, they didn't I even do so. that. They were just like, alright, we stopped the Volcano. Let's go back to Corrin Tower. Next episode, three-year time skip. Yeah. But, yeah, after that, after we establish that, we cut to this little girl like losing her balloon. Bulma tries to help her out, but can't do it. Uh, and then a mysterious man. No, no, no. Blue. She tu- then she turns to Oolong and it's like, wait a minute, can't you just turn into a ladder? I can't. It's raining. Which is funny. Which is like what? <laughs> yeah. And then Roshi's like, I'll give you a boost, and she's like, No, absolutely which not. Is- never in a thousand years. Yeah, which is good. 
But then a mysterious taller man in blue comes up and grabs it for them. Which, for me, it was immediately hearing his voice. I was like, hell yeah, Sean Shebel Goku time. <laughs> <laughs> Real uh, fucking weird hearing it after not hearing it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, right? I, yeah, I feel like I'm getting the impression that other people would have gotten, like, coming into this. This but man, yeah, hasn't, this man hasn't eaten any gravel in his life at all. This isn't Goku. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say, this is a big moment of, like, a big change. Goku really shot up in those three years. Yeah. <laughs> that, that man grew a solid four feet. He, like, doubled or maybe even tripled in size. I would say he more than doubled, but maybe less than tripled. Two and a half times the size, yeah. Yeah. He's also but only 5'9", is... which is still very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the moment, Goku has, like, an umbrella over half of his face. But he's just like, oh, hey, Bulma. Hey, Roshi. Hey, everybody. Oh, where's Tien and Yamcha and Krillin? And everyone's like, who the fuck is this who, guy? Who is this? No. No. He, like, puts... He takes down his umbrella because the rain goes away. Oh, it's raining, by the way. Uh, he takes down his umbrella because it stopped raining. And he's like, oh, y'all probably don't recognize me because of this turban I have on. For reasons. Also Goku's wearing a turban. Uh, I don't know. Popo maybe gave it to him. <laughs> it's, we don't need to focus on that. Uh, it's just, I, but then I, honestly, Goku, you should keep it on. Sick turban. It is. <laughs> but Goku takes How did off. How even get all the hair under there? Yeah. Goku takes off the turban, and his hair is the exact same hairstyle as it always is, and that's how they all recognize him. <laughs> I also love that Goku looks at Bulma, who is wearing lipstick, and is like, are your lips bleeding? <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, that's... Me. And that's how Bulma's yeah. like, yep, this is definitely Goku. <laughs> are your yeah. lips bleeding? Me. Oh, yeah, that's Goku. The show. Oh, yeah, that's Goku. <laughs> uh, also, B Bulma thinks that grown-up Goku is hot. No, 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 please no. Yeah, and that's just a quick little sideline. She's like, who knew he'd grow up to be so handsome? It's like, oh, 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 and we're going, we're moving. Roshi goes over and tries to do the same thing he did before of, like, signing up for the gang since, like, Krillin, Tien, and Yamcha still haven't shown up and they have five minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, but this year they won't let him. <laughs> Um, Bulma tries to convince Oolong to turn into one of them. Puar's like, I could probably do Yamcha pretty well. And Roshi's like, I could pass for Tien, which like, no, no, you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but then like minutes are clocking down. It seems like they're not going to make it. Then all of a sudden Goku just like stops, looks forward, like a little like, if I remember right, a little, like, gong-type sound effect goes off, and Goku's like, it's time. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I, think it's, like, I think it's, like, the final call gong goes off, and Goku's like, oh, shit, they're actually not gonna show up. One second. You see, no, I thought this was, like, Goku sensed them, because Goku kind of gives a smile, and he's like, it's time. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I don't remember. And, I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, and then literally, like, at the speed of light, Tien, Krillin, Yamcha, and Chaozu all show up at the same time. What were they Where? doing? Who knows? How did they not get there? And they like aren't even looking like frazzled or anything. And they're all in like just different traveling clothes. What were they doing? Well, yeah. Tien and Tien and Chaozu are not in different traveling clothes. I want to make this very clear right yeah, now. Yeah, they, they look. Uh, they're still sporting the same outfit. <laughs> They were in the same well, thing. Yeah, you're right. Chaozu and Tien have these weird little like bits of padding over their stuff, but yeah, they more have or a less purple sash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Yamcha like has tied his hair back into a ponytail. Yamcha looks like a Star Wars character. I want to point this out, Kinda. and I he can't does. get this out of my fucking head. He looks like he looks like he's from Tatooine, and I'm just like, all right, <laughs> that's where Yamcha's been. He's been the desert. I get it. And then I mean, Krillin yeah, looks like a gas station bandit. worker. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I, lo- I love casual clothing, Krillin. We need I love casual clothing. We need, okay. Krillin, dude, we need Krillin so and more street clothes and more street clothes. I did also clothes. point out this is Sunny Straight Krillin too. Yep. <laughs> so it's like grown up hey. Krillin. Yeah. So now it's all like the DBZ high voices that I know, like the the more like familiar I think to people who watch Z. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Yamcha and Tien sound the same. And also, we kind of glossed over this. Long haired Yamcha's back. Finally. Yeah. Good. Pony uh, Yamcha. <laughs> yeah. Krillin and Goku are definitely the two who change the most, though. Like, Krillin's gotten noticeably taller. <laughs> yeah. Not Goku, tall. Goku got tall. Krillin got taller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else looks about the same. I think Chaozu might be slightly bigger. Krillin all doesn't look like an mind. asshole 85% of the time. Yeah, now. right. He no longer has the resting shit face. This is very true. He now just looks like a good friend instead of, like, a huge garbage man coming <laughs> to give you garbage. And also friendship, but the friendship yeah. is also garbage. Yeah. But then it takes, obviously, the four guys here a minute to recognize Goku, but once they do, like, there's a very little touching embrace between Krillin and Goku and Krillin. Hold up. So, can we imagine this mysterious stranger who they don't know comes in, grabs them, whisks them off, stops, grabs the other three members of their party, and then whisks them away. Just Wait, out what? of nowhere. Well, because they don't know who Goku is, but Goku goes and grabs them really quick, right? I don't think so. What do you mean, grabs them? Well, didn't Goku, like, the one go that brought grab them? them to the yeah, stand? that's what, that's what I no. thought. No, they ran oh. there on their own. No, that was just their own speed, yeah. Yeah, they're just fast. Oh. At least okay, I, I read Go- I read Goku was going, it's time, and then he like grabbed them because they weren't going to make it. No, I think he just sensed them running. Ah. Uh, yeah, okay. I think he just oh, I, com- I completely misread the scene then. Never mind. You're fine. But yeah, the gang sees Goku, and Krillin is like, thanks him for helping bring him back, which I am realizing this is the first time they Krillin and Goku have been in a room together since, since the tournament. Yeah. Which I guess technically it's the first time, like, in the same vein, him and Master Roshi have been in the same room since they since they revived Roshi. Yep. Yeah, and Chaozu, but I don't think Goku really had that close of a relationship with Chaozu. <laughs> yeah, but when he left, Roshi was still alive. When he comes back, Roshi's alive. Last time he saw Krillin, Krillin was dead, and now he's alive. So I can Which see the fair. different emotional connection there. Yeah, he wasn't standing over Roshi's corpse. <laughs> Swearing bloody murder. Yeah. But Yamcha and Tien have a nice little moment on the side while, like, Goku and Krillin are kind of having their reunion. Yamcha and Tien are sizing up Goku, being like, yeah, he's definitely way the hell stronger. But they're excited. Like, they're like, I want to take on this strong Goku. Keep it in your pants, Tien. Yeah, for real. Also, Roshi got them all hotels, apparently. That's nice. (laughs) Uh, Roshi also decides to stand down this time, which I liked as, you know, solidifying his development at the last tournament that he's like, I'm stepping aside for the next generation to step up. Mm -hmm. He's not going to check in as Chun. Also, Bulma takes a moment to call the new Yamcha hot. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, the answer is yes. 
Yes, he is. At the hotel, Goku and Krillin talk about Goku's training. Like, they're sharing a room together. It seems like everybody's, like, two to a room. Um, and they're just super happy to be reunited. But internally, Goku is thinking about facing Piccolo Jr. He does not share this information with Krillin. <laughs> and it's not important. Goku's got yeah. it. Why would he worry anybody else about this world-ending terror? Which is literally the attitude Goku will take through all these episodes <laughs> in regards to Piccolo Jr. <laughs> Meanwhile, Yamcha talks with Poir, saying he'll show them what he's made of. He's fucked. Yamcha is fucked. <laughs> his intestines. Yeah, they're going to become his outsides. Yeah, he's done. He's already out. He's, he's out of, he was out of commission last time. He's out of commission now. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't Tien, know yet. Yeah. Tien, once more, just hovers and... Just meditates. Floating. And Chiaotu's got his hat off and he still just has the one fucking hair on his head. Which is so it's good. It's so good. But Tien is determined to, like, hold on to his title as world tournament champion. Which is, yeah, it's still funny to think that is, Tien is the champion. Goku has mm -hmm. yet to win any of these tournaments. Um... Which I get the last time he mostly lost because a car fucking hit him. On a, he lost on a coin flip. <laughs> yeah, really. Though that's still a fucking great ending to that fight. Mm -hmm. I love that fight. <laughs> it's real good. Yeah. And then we cut to a kid outside running up towards apparently this island just has... A papaya island, sorry. I have to remember <laughs> my deep lore. Uh, just has... A, like Big Ben on yeah. it. Yeah, just it's just Big Ben. It's a big clock tower that looks exactly like Big Ben. Yeah, and so he starts running towards it, and then like a bolt of lightning hits it and collapses or a quarter at the top of it, it. Remember, because he wants to look at it. Because all the animatronic animals are doing their little song when they come out of Big Ben <laughs> That's during true. the appropriate time. Just like yes. the real Big Ben. Just like the real Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> also, this kid just has Gohan's hair. He does. Yep. Pre-Gohan. So, really, Gohan has his hair. Ah, shit, you're right. No, Gohan's stronger, <laughs> so he took his hair. You're right. <laughs> Off Ran of over, his head. just like, yeah, scalped the kid scalped and put him. it on his head. <laughs> but debris rains down on the street. The boy's mother tackles on top of the boy to try to shield him. But just before it hits it... Piccolo Jr., of all people, is the one that destroys the rock and saves them. See, he's not such a bad guy. He saved that he family also, and looked fucking sweet doing it. He does. Though he also stomps on the little boy's, like, model car set as he walks away. Okay, look, baby steps. You do a good turn, you get a little cheat day, alright? <laughs> but yeah, this is, like, not how I thought we would be introduced to Piccolo Jr. But this is, like... If you watch Z, this is the look of Piccolo. He's got the cape, he's got the turban, he's got the purple gi. He's got the stab you shoulder pads. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Love it. This is technically Can't filler. Go through doorways. This is technically filler? That or doesn't technically, surprise me. Yeah, this was not in the Makes anime. sense. Which um, makes me surprised that they decided to... I don't know if one? this filler happened when they were already getting into the Raditz material in the manga. Look. If that... That's them trying to subtly hint at Maybe. the heel turn. Yeah. DJ would eventually I mean, the take. Fa the face turn? Face turn, yeah. A heel turn. He's already healed, brother. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He I the heel. need to get my wrestling talk down. Hey, Come on, buddy. Fucking idiot. How did you not <laughs> you fool. know this? <laughs> but yeah, so Piccolo Jr., it's like a weird little bit of heroism. 
that is then, you know, tainted by him just stomping on the thing. But you know what? It's still more Baby heroic steps. than anything King Piccolo would have done. <laughs> King Piccolo would have just iced half this town as soon as he showed up. He would have been the one to blow up the clock tower. There would not be a... He would not fight in a tournament. He would just come in and start killing everyone. Uh, but yeah, the next day, fireworks are going off. They got a little laser light show signifying that the prelims are about to get going. Uh, the gang all gets ready with Goku asking Roshi, like, hey, you got a uniform for me? But Roshi tells them, like, you've all surpassed me. You've all moved beyond my school. You don't what work you wear for me is, anymore. Yeah, what you wear is your choice. Which I think is like a nice little moment. Mm-hmm. That being said, inside the arena grounds, Yamcha, Krillin, and Goku each reveal that they had their own <laughs> turtle school this is uniforms so good. made. I yeah, love which is this very, part. It's so sweet. <laughs> It's funny and it's very sweet at the same time. Oh, yeah. I did a little bit of research, just to pause, just to pause a little research Mm -hmm. on this all to go look like, okay, does this actually line up? Um, And the answer is it definitely could have. Because the first, the mysterious new, mysterious warrior from space, the manga beginning for Raditz, Mm -hmm. is October 4th, 1988. And this aired November 9th, 1988. So, yeah. And I mean, that came out like weekly Shonen Jump. So yeah. that was like weekly releases. So yeah, they were probably pretty deep into that stuff. So yeah, this might have been influenced at Toei yeah. by the fact that Piccolo would eventually become a hero. And they probably had at least somewhat access to his notes. Oh, I'd imagine they would. Or at the very yeah. least, they had access to the issues of the manga. Yeah, that at had the released. very least, they could go buy one. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows, they might even be like talking to, like who knows, Tori might even be talking to yeah. them. Like, hey, here's my plans for the future of Dragon Ball if you want to insert something like this. Add something we have no idea effect. how collaborative he is with the animation at all. Now, this, or I don't know at this time if he, how collaborative he is. Now, team, it's very important that in the filler you show Goku failing to learn the same thing six times in a row. That way the audience <laughs> so truly understands funny. how stupid this character is. I hate him. Yeah, I fucking hate Goku. Actually, he hates <laughs> writing for Vegeta of all characters. He's just so mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's more or less what he says. He's like, I like writing Vegeta. He's mean. He's a dick. Yeah, he's just an asshole. I only like my nice boys. (laughs) Like Frieza. Yeah, Frieza, our nice boy. (laughs) Space Nepal Hitler. Now, I could have made Tien and Yamcha come back for the tournament with two good boys, but I chose to bring back a dick. Mm. I don't know why. Well, Tien does get to be in the tournament. He just doesn't get to do anything. Yeah. Tien gets to, hey, he gets to be there, filling a roster slot. Fair. He does get to outlast Krillin. That's, that's, no matter what dis- that's disrespectful. Oh, yeah, no, Krillin gets the most disrespect in the manga. But anyway, I think I've already talked about this like three times on the podcast. Meanwhile, back at the plot. Yeah, everyone realizes as they like finish getting changed their new geese, which I do have to point out one thing about Goku's gi, is that this is like the Z Goku look. With the exception of, while his armbands and boots are blue, like they will be going forward, mm-hmm. his shirt and belt are black. Yeah. Which I was like, I don't know. I, I like the blue belt and shirt with the blue armbands and stuff more. It's almost like either make the shoes and armbands also black or don't. <laughs> oh, they're still, try- I think they're, they're still trying things out. Yeah, I mean, this still, I think, goes under some of the same categories of, like, the official, Toriyama's official colorized versions had not come out yet of these issues. 
Probably so it's not. like the Toei team gets to decide what the color palette is. Mm-hmm. And they almost got it right on the first try. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll see it. If we watch Z instead of Z Kai, you'll see it with Vegeta, too, because the first time Vegeta appears, he has a pretty different color palette than what will become his actual color palette. Mm-hmm. Like, I he has, like, brown like hair. The black, if the orange was darker. I think that could work. Yeah, yes. the or- it was like a darker shade of orange and then black armband shirt and belt and boots. Yeah, but, but. he should just go back to wearing... Um, What's the ninja dog's name? <laughs> Shoe. Oh, God. Shoe, Shoe's yes. outfit again. Because God, that outfit as fucking flex. ruled. <laughs> I actually kind of dug his oh, outfit when God. he showed up at the tournament grounds in this episode. Like, I, I was forgot. Like, That's not, yeah, dude. Like, take, especially once he took off the turban. I was like, this is a mm-hmm. pretty good outfit. Dude, keep the turban on. Fuck it. The, Just like. The outfits are really go good. Go away. Like, it's like when everyone's like, it's mm. hype when Gohan puts on Piccolo's outfit. Like, yeah, fuck the turtle gi, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, like put on some real shit. Toriyama has a knack for drip. Sometimes, <laughs> just like good clothes. It's depressing that he is stuck with that. Goku is stuck with the turtle gi because Toriyama has such good drip that you're no, like, like yeah, oh, just fuck God. around with it a bit more. Just, just fuck Goku's. With it. Goku's gi and the end of Z, like the little end of Z arc, the blue and yellow thing yeah. that he wears, is like the best Goku outfit to All me. Either says- that or. Honestly, his Wii symbol gi in, like, Resurrection F, like, that arc, slash the Universe 6 tournament arc. Like, I love that redesign, and then the fact that they went back to the... Basically, went back to Goku and Vegeta's Cell Saga looks after that kind of made me sad. Dude, fucking <laughs> give me Goku fighting in the Yard Rat. Or oh, the Yard Rat armor yeah. looks The Yard Rat armor, dude, just did some cool shit. I don't fucking... Yeah, never mind, the Yard Rat armor is the best look that Goku yeah. ever mm-hmm. gets. Uh, but yeah, so they put on their geese, and this is when everyone realizes that Goku doesn't have a tail anymore. And Goku just lets him know he's like, I was told the moon could be restored if I lost my tail, so I got rid of it. That's it. That's, so that's the moon all we was restored of- at some point during this time. Yeah. But then suddenly Goku like gets really serious, and we turn to see that he's looking straight at Piccolo Jr., who's looking back at him. Trollhead and Yamcha are like, I bet that guy's with Shen. He looks like a dick. Like the crane hermit. <laughs> Which, okay, Krillin not knowing who this is makes sense because Krillin died far before Piccolo ever showed his face. But Yamcha should recognize him after watching the, you know, maniacal laughter channel on TV. Yeah, people not Which- recognizing this as Piccolo. Like, Tien never told Yamcha or Kr- Krillin, like, Hey, just so you know, there is this wacky guy named Piccolo. Plus, he's like all a green you had muscle to man. Do just check the news. Yeah. There's no way there wasn't a one year anniversary of Piccolo showing up special, like worldwide. It kind of had to be, right? There's no way. It was too yeah. big an event, and he glassed an entire city. Which, yeah, I know Yamcha never saw Piccolo in the flesh, like, they were never in the same room. But Yamcha saw him on TV, and yeah, Krillin probably would have seen footage or something. But Tien and Goku do immediately recognize this as, well, Goku knows it's Piccolo's reincarnation. Tien thinks it's one of Piccolo's children that has survived, which is technically accurate. (laughs) Better go get the electric jar. Yeah. 
However, this is, you know, like the reincarnation of Piccolo more than like tambourine or No, 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 no. See, anything. see the the it's his alter ego as the narrator keeps saying. <laughs> yeah, which is oh, this is the end of the episode, the narrator leading us out being like, "Yo, Piccolo's here." Uh and yeah, that's episode 133, which God, I like my it as a Man, my reaction at the end of this episode was like, oh my fuck, we are back in actual episodes. This one just breezed by for me. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Which is, yeah, the difference, like, when things are moving forward. I mean, it's still a little slow, but it's, like, a little slow in that let's get all these characters mm-hmm. reacquainted and let's kind of yeah. give a vague idea of what they've been up to. Oh, I mean, it's and, been a three-year time skip and, like, we, we have design changes this time around, so everybody kind of needs to get used to the new stuff. So it's a little slow, but, like... Oh my, I didn't check the time once this episode. Well, the last couple episodes, I've checked it like two or three times. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, I enjoyed myself. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I like the show again. Yeah, I was like, thank god. Extremely big, I enjoyed myself being here. <laughs> 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 Quiet, you. Mm-hmm. But that's I'm happy when we to do go this podcast again. Fuck you. Yeah, we enjoy doing the podcast again. That's all that matters. But yeah, now we're back into episode 134, Preliminary Peril, which, if the past two tournaments are any indicator, this is probably not going to be super perilous. Might be. Who which knows? I will say I was a little wrong. I wrote this. I mean, this is my, at the beginning of every episode, I write some note relating to the title, and this was before I watched it, and I was a little wrong. I was ah. actually kind of surprised by some of the results of the prelims. But who's in peril? Let's find out. Yeah. Chow-tzu. Also, the recap is back. Oh, so, yeah, we will have a recap. chase. <laughs> but we open on the tournament grounds, calm morning, before cutting to the inside and back to the stare down between Goku, Tien, and PJ here. Why uh, are you calling him that? Which is a lot. Uh, it's easier than Piccolo just, Jr. Just sometimes. Just call him Piccolo. Just call him Piccolo. <laughs> it's Piccolo Jr. Just call him Piccolo, you weirdo. <laughs> but that's a long. We. I do love this long stare down happening with TN just making all of the anime noises that you think of <laughs> when I say the word anime noises coming out. Oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Goku I, and I only had Piccolo. the one rice cooker. No. Yeah, Goku and Piccolo Jr., dead silent. TN. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> that guy <laughs> fucking destroyed me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with I'm like, Goku, you really should have at least given the others like a heads up. Nah. nah. Yeah. But yeah, this is when Tien turns to Piccolo or turns to Goku is like, is that one of Piccolo's kids that made it? And Goku's like, oh, don't tell the others. But yes. <laughs> so he does it. <laughs> Chao Tzu knows, because Chao Tzu did see Piccolo in person, but the Tien also is like, keep this on the DL. We don't want everybody <laughs> knowing what's going on. Meanwhile, Piccolo Jr. just goes and picks a corner to brood in. <laughs> which will be his shots for the next his, two episodes. His default mostly. emotion for the next 20 years. Yeah. Suddenly, a woman comes up and pats Goku on the back. like, hey, Goku. And this is instantly grown-up Chi-Chi. Like, hey, <laughs> I, welcome yeah, back. Which is, yeah, which I was like, I know that she was in this tournament, but here I was is. not. Yeah, I was like, oh, here she is, which yeah. is cool as hell. Also the best Chi-Chi look of all time here. I've never heard I have no, I have no comparisons. Any appeal from Chi-Chi. Yeah. This is the only I time I was like, you. oh, I get it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> God. 
which this is Cynthia Kranz making her debut as grown-up Chi-Chi in yep. the dub, which I'm just now realizing that Laura Bailey was the voice of child Chi-Chi, because yeah. I'm looking at a wiki now. <laughs> I thought we went Did over not this. put that together. I no, I didn't realize that was did. Laura Bailey. Oh. Except for there's like DBZ episode 202 apparently has an appearance of child Chi-Chi, and that's Monica Antonelli. But no, there's this oh, is gotta Cynthia go back, Kranz. Gotta go back yeah, and read up Laura Bailey anymore yeah. after that. Yeah. <laughs> but this is Cynthia Kranz who will be grown up Chi Chi from here on out. Like this is not one that changes with Kai or Super or anything. Um But yeah, she recognizes Goku, but Goku's like, Who are you? Which is <laughs> fair. I feel like, I, yeah, it's yeah. very To be fair, fair to Goku in canon, he hasn't seen her in seven years. Mm-hmm. And also, to be fair to everyone else, no one knows who the fuck that is. Yep. That's true. Chi- well, none of the rest of Chi- Chi- Bulma's not in there, and she's the, yeah. only, he's the, she's the only Go- other one that saw him. Saw yeah, her. Goku's yeah. dumb as fuck is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, having no one else be able to help him, he's, he's a lost cause. He's done. He's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Goku's <laughs> like, who are you? And she's like, ah! <laughs> like, almost destroys the entire arena with a scream at him. Yeah. Chi- well, Chi- well Chi-Chi's Chi- character is either extremely nice you're doing the thing she wants or i'm going to kill you you aren't doing the thing i want yeah which she is the only one who could kill goku i think in the current cast of dragon ball (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) just in his sleep yeah she walks off and krillin and yamcha are like damn and then cut to the rest of the gang just being like she knows you Goku's like, I have no idea who this person is. I've never seen her in my well, life. Good for her, because I sure don't know her. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but that's when the commissioner cuts all this off to call the fighters to the center of the ring. Which this time, they point out there's only 72 total competitors, which is far fewer than the last tournament, which they said that was like the record. That was the most that had ever shown up. Mm-hmm. Because apparently after, you know, Krillin and a bunch of fighters got fucking <laughs> murdered... <laughs> Are all a, a lot less, of people a hesitant to join. Yeah, which I'm like, you know what? That's a that's some of the best world building material we've gotten <laughs> out of Dragon Ball so far. Gold star. Yeah, gold star for that little bit of like world building here. Yeah. Um also in the crowd, just wandering around this Yajirobe in like a luchador mask. It's so good, dude. I'm oh, just fair. fuck. He just appears so like a sa- he appears like Bigfoot through the part in the crowd. You're like, yeah, just like in what? the background, you just hear like Yajirobe. Yajirobe <laughs> noise appears. The masked luchador <laughs> remains around. Yeah. Also, I just I love that. Yeah, they never bring any attention to him really. Well, other than the fact that he is like the one moving character in these frames, but he's mm-hmm. always like in the background. He's just like, Ugh, uh, which like <laughs> it's you can tell by his stature and the voice, the very <laughs> distinct the Yajirobe. Yeah, you can tell by the way he walks, talks, acts, and how his hair is sticking out of his mask. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that yeah. It's definitely one of those things that, like, the joke is that Yajirobe is not well disguised. Might as well be wearing a common, uh, novelty mustache. <laughs> and then no the one realizes it's Yajirobe is maybe the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. Like, also, okay. Goku, the one character who has not really changed in this time, he recognized Krillin right away, does not recognize the mass Yajirobe in any sort of sense of the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. Outside. <laughs> the perfectly camouflaged Yajirobe. Yeah. 
But yeah, we cut to the outside crowd, which is just like nuts. Like everyone is shoving each other, trying to see if they can maybe get a glimpse of the prelims, which are still, you know, the prelims still happen in this back room without an audience. It's weird. Uh, yeah, Roshi gets shoved into somebody's boobs and then he gets slapped because, of course, we it have to have sucks, this It fucking sucks, dude. Bit. It's so fucking... We, I'm we so ha, happy ha, to have ha, it. Ha, 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 no, Chase, we have to have it. I want to get back to the guy who talks about complimentary t-shirts because that did make me laugh. <laughs> that you know, We haven't gotten to that yet. That's God, later. yes. <laughs> I know, but I just want to get to that good. joke. That's the yeah. funny joke. Yeah, but the gang is all just kind of wondering what's going on, but then Poir and Oolong just turned into birds, which Oolong turns into a bird. <laughs> or sorry, Poir turns into a bird. Oolong turns into Oolong, but smaller, but with wings. <laughs> because the uh, their reasoning bird. for doing this, this I got quote, me. Birds can go anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which the they are proven not, right. The bird does not understand the known God. laws of law. <laughs> Birds can't read. That sign won't work. Yeah. Inside, Tien has Chao Tzu cheat again so that all the guys will be in different brackets. Which I do appreciate that we have this narrative tool here where we can make sure <laughs> there's always a reason. It's not just pure chance that they never end up in the same prelim bracket. I like that they're, like, trying to, like, make sure one of them wins no matter what, which is very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to see. Like, we're going we're to, like, weight this bracket in our favor. Like, and then we'll split the prize yeah. money. And then mm. two years later, somebody finds out and they get hauled into court. <laughs> yeah, nobody's figured out that uh, Chao Tzu is this weird telekinetic vampire child that can change all this. <laughs> but Tien also tells Chao Tzu to put piccolo jr and is in a different bracket than all of them so that they can get an idea of his strength uh but i do i i do appreciate this as a narrative tool to be like of course they're not going to beat each other in the prelims because that would be boring mm-hmm. uh yeah but yeah everyone draws numbers sure enough none of them have to fight each other and piccolo jr and chi chi end up in different brackets than all of them so as it stands, my thought at this moment was it's going to be our boys, of course, mm-hmm. and then Piccolo Jr. and Chi-Chi would be the fighters. Uh, I am but not who correct. fills the final spot? Yeah, which I was like, probably Yajirobe. I was wrong. I'm just saying this right <laughs> off the bat. That is not the lineup, which, good on them, I guess, for surprising me to some degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's been many a year since I've been surprised by a Dragon Ball. Yeah, for real. Poir and Oolong then get the news of the matchups. They, like, fly in, and the prelims are, like, about to go underway. And they're like, oh, it's great. Y'all aren't going to knock each other out, like, right out the bat here. Uh, The competitors get their rules, which basically amount to don't kill each other. Please, for the love of God. And Goku is up in the first match of the prelims. So we're going to get a chance to see how strong he is. Like, obviously, narratively speaking, this feels like what was going to happen. Like, Goku mm-hmm. was going to fight first. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, yeah. And Goku's opponent is none other than King Chapa, which I was kind of like, all right, Goku literally just cleaned the floor with this guy Destroyed right out the him. gate last mm-hmm. time. So I don't see how this is the best gauge of his strength. Uh, but King Chapa. 
what I love here is King Choppa has his own fucking narrative arc off screen. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, King Choppa is like the protagonist of a whole different anime. <laughs> who's like, you humiliated me. And then after barely surviving against Tambourine, which he didn't, he, he died, died and got brought <laughs> back to life, but whatever. To be fair, he yeah. died and then came back like a day later. Yeah, So fair. you could definitely okay. read that as he almost killed me. Yeah, which everybody around him also died, so it's not like anyone and also, else. And also, nobody else real, uh, nobody else knows about the Dragon Balls, so it could just be our. We could they could just pass it off as our medical equipment fucked up. I guess he was still kind of alive and he got better. Well, he never he never yeah. moved from the spot he died from, right? So they they legitimately could have been like, well, he's left. Oh, him there like for a day nobody back up. nobody found him. He just yeah, yeah got not beat unconscious. Other, yeah, okay. Yeah. Him and all the other disciples all just kind of got back up at the mm-hmm. same time as they all got brought back to life by the dragon. Well, that was weird. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just kind of get back up again. <laughs> yeah, but I do just love that this is like King Choppa's coming in here, had his own arc, honestly feels like he deserves <laughs> this win <laughs> to some degree. And then Goku just completely cleans the floor with him. Like, literally, Choppa runs up after, like, a moment of silence, which I will say... Oh, sorry. Before the fight starts, yes, please. This bit earlier, we have the cut to commercial break. We come back. Camera focuses on just two random dudes in the audience, and they start talking about fucking embroidered T-shirts that they got at the old tournaments, which is very funny. Like we spend a whole minute on these Mm -hmm. people, and it is almost not quite as ridiculous as the squirrel pale paw thing mm-hmm. but similar energy well one guy like, one we... guy was really into the shirts they thought they were really good the other guy's like i don't ever wear shirts i they, they chafe sh- my skin they which is such my a skin. Good and he bit. and he is just a boxer shirtless with the boxer sh- with the boxer shorts wearing the boxing gloves he's like nah i don't wear shirts yeah which, which is great which feels and like the, the sensitive this is just the sensitive nipples joke like 20 years beforehand and the guy literally just goes well you're missing out and i just <laughs> <laughs> response. well buddy you don't know what you're missing <laughs> this shirt it's rules so good. It's this shirt so kicks good. ass dumbass yeah <laughs> you and then we just pan back over like choppa does some like dbz shit like screaming there's no key coming off of him but it's like he's like screaming and like getting oh, no, 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 his no, no, strength no. he's up. like and he's like og- he's like boggling at goku because goku's still just kind of standing there and like choppa has like ptsd from fighting him last time goku's like growing 30 feet tall in his eyes yeah and i'm so just choppa- like oh my god yeah. yeah i'm like yeah goku like destroyed this man on Both a deep physically deep and spiritually yeah. But finally, Choppa makes the first move and, like, sprints across the stage towards Goku. Goku vanishes out of the air, literally just dancing around at the speed of light directly behind Choppa as he's screaming out trying to find him. And then just neck chops him and wins. Just one hit. Yeah. Well, he's like, even, like, toys with him. Because he's just yeah, hanging, because, like, Choppa's, like, moving left and right, looking around for him, and Goku's just ghosting right behind him in his shadow, and then knocks mm. him out. Let's him stew for a little bit. Yeah, it's so good. Goku not uh, fucking around anymore. <laughs> yeah. But the guys see that Goku just cleaned the floor with him again, and they're like, ah, oh, Goku's really strong. And then we see Piccolo, which this is the first time we hear his voice in, like, his little internal monologue. 
mm-hmm. which Piccolo is the one that realizes Goku isn't even starting to show any effort here. He's like, Goku is holding everything back right this now. W- this was him not even trying. Yeah. So he's like, but I will rip him to bits in front of everyone that cares about him. Okay, so he's got a little bit of work to do on the whole good guy thing, but baby steps, baby steps. Baby steps. We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut out, like, we get a quick glimpse of Oolong and Poor basically just filling everyone in on what's going on with the prelims, that none of them are fighting each other. Uh, but then we get a montage of Chi-Chi, who kicks ass here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, well, she is the Ox King's daughter. Yeah, and, like, this is, like, in this montage, this is my favorite bit of animation, is the kind of, like, kick dance of Chi-Chi just beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs> uh, Yajirobe, Krillin, Yamcha, and Tien are all making their way through the competitors. I like the Krillin flash-forward smash the dude in the face move. I'll be yeah. honest. That got me when Krillin, like... Krillin's like, I'm not fucking around for even a second. Just fucking teleports into a dude's face and knocks him out in a single punch. And I'm like... All right, fuck, Krillin's not fucking around either. These motherfuckers <laughs> are out for blood today. Yeah. But then we see Chaozu actually falls down and gets knocked out <gasps> by none other than Cyborg Mercenary Tao. It's our boy. The first Cyborg Assassin. Android 1 is here. I did actually put in my notes, Tau is Android 1. <laughs> Prove me wrong. And he's still he's still wearing the key the kill you gi. It's great. Yeah. yeah Though I did man. sit down after writing that and realize we already have Android 8. So I think Shut up, ten. shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. So I think this would make him nine or ten. Shut up. Uh but yeah, there's a great bit in here too with Tau in full Tau form. The ref comes up and is like, hey, you need to leave the ring. And Tao says, and I quote, you seem to enjoy your life. It would be a shame if I had to take it away. (laughs) It was just like, that was good. Just to stand in this ring for another like minute longer while he gloats. Yeah, Tao has some really legit, great, like King Piccolo level one-liners in these episodes. (laughs) But yeah, Goku then just gives Krillin the quick rundown on who Tao is, and we get like a cost-effective flashback to the second Tao fight. I still which, adore the face he makes when he explodes. You see, I made the reference here, I'm like, I'm realizing Tao's eyes didn't bug out of his fucking head when the explosion went off, so that's how you know he survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, their eyes fucking Looney Tunes out their face whenever they get destroyed. Yeah. It was a dumb face, but it wasn't dumb enough for a death face. Yeah. Tao tells us exactly what we would have figured. He wants to kill Goku for making him a cyborg. For blowing off the top Tien. half of his head. Yeah. And kill Tien for betraying the Crane School. Which Tien is like, I am going to defeat Tao. Which makes sense. Like, for Tien's own arc here to be a complete Mm -hmm. rejection of the Crane School, him beating Tao makes sense to me. Basically just points at Tao and goes, that one's mine. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah. That's, I feel like that's how it should be here for this one. (laughs) Yeah, that's the end of episode 134. Once again breezing through these things like shit mm-hmm. is happening which feels good but it's yeah, like we're moving yeah it hit me with a surprise in that i did not think chaozu would get eliminated in the prelims whenever they set everything up which it isn't if one of them was going to get eliminated in the prelims it isn't surprising that they picked 
Chaozu that's not the most shocking pick. That's the only choice. Yeah, but the fact that they still just went with yeah. it, that Toriyama was like, you know what? One of them isn't going to make it to the tournament. I'm bringing <laughs> Tao back. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking you killing can't stop Chaozu. me. Yeah. Which does add a nice feel to this whole arc here of being like, this is the send-off to Dragon Ball, like the original Dragon Ball, that we're getting, like, here's kind of the highlights back, and a highlight villain for sure. Mm-hmm. To me, at least, was Tao. Like, Tao was the highlight of Red Ribbon. Oh, yeah. Because everything yeah. else yeah. in fucking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when we get to episode 135, Battle of the Eight, which I was like, oh, I guess the prelim peril is over. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, we're not going to stick around the prelims all day. We already know who's making it. Or do I did also we? love that the, the Funimation.com thumbnail for this episode is just blonde launch, both guns in the air, blasting. Yeah. Just like, oh, Something okay, launch gets a moment. To. Yeah. <laughs> it is the, the anime version of the fucking meme from It's Always Sunny with Danny DeVito. Like, anyway, so I started blasting like that pose pretty much. <laughs> God, it really um, is. It's just the guns are pointed up instead of at the camera. Yeah. The crowds are just going wild outside at the beginning of these episodes. They want to try to see the fighters, but the monks refuse to let them through, and they have to part the crowd to wheel out all the injured people. Man, I'm going to be honest. It's a wasted opportunity to not be showing the prelims to everybody. Can you imagine the ticket sales? For real. But they're kind of showing, like, oh, there's a lot more injured this go-around than most tournaments. Like, people who have to be hospitalized, which... The gang does see Chaozu carted away during this. Um, and Bulma and Launch head off with Chaozu to see him to the hospital. Back to the fights, we see that Tao and Piccolo Jr. are pretty much responsible for all of the <laughs> people getting carted away. Which makes sense. Like, these are our heels here, so of course they're going to be the ones who are just holding nothing back. Or at the very, very intentionally trying to hurt people as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and Goku is assessing Piccolo Jr. And Goku kind of has the same inner eye that Piccolo had of him, which is like, he is definitely stronger than King Piccolo, who I fought. And Goku's real certain that he's holding back as well. They've both even been as training. Yeah. Meanwhile, Goku by spending time with God, Piccolo by, I don't know, shooting fish in the ocean, I guess. By walking guess across so. the ocean like God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Yajirobe fights apparently Zangief from Street Fighter is the only <laughs> thing I could think of with this character, which whoever did the voice in the dub seems to have seen the same thing. Um, but yeah, Yajirobe seems like he's probably been putting in some hours on the lookout, though who knows how strong Zangief is in comparison to everyone here. <laughs> Yajirobe's uh, little Goku tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's little Goku tier, but he isn't. We don't know how he compares to like big Goku. We don't know how much oh, stronger. Weaker. Yeah, for sure. I, everyone is weaker than big Goku. <laughs> You're all weaker except than for big maybe Goku. Piccolo Jr. <laughs> yeah, Piccolo you Jr. cannot handle the yeah. big Goku. Yeah, but this was the moment that I was like, you know, this lineup of all these named characters legitimately makes me curious about what the final matchup will be because there's more named characters than slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Zangief get, also we tries. Whole, we get the 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 eight people right at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. But I do love Zangief here, which is the only way I referred to him in my notes. 
tries to just clock Yajirobe in the head with a fire extinguisher after getting rung out. <laughs> so Yajirobe's like, someone's got to teach you a lesson and literally bites him on the ass. Yeah. Yajirobe eats ass confirmed. Yeah. For real. <laughs> Yajirobe would eat anything. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's ass that is very menu, true. Baby. Ass, tambourine, symbol. <laughs> but back to the montage of fights, Goku just continues to dominate with no effort. And Piccolo is honestly loving seeing Goku just go further and further. Meanwhile, the other future Z fighters proceed with relative ease. And mm -hmm. Piccolo and Tao are still obviously doing their thing. I do like middles. one of Piccolo. When we cut to Piccolo one time, he's just like holding a guy by the neck. And that's his fighting technique is just choking the motherfucker out. Yeah, for real. I'm like, <laughs> is, is this a, is this, I guess, I guess it's not against the rules, but is this a valid fighting technique? As strangling as, somebody? As long as he doesn't kill him, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as the man doesn't die. Man's just for Vader cho force choking him, but with his hand. Yeah. We also see Chi-Chi still kicking some serious ass, which, again, I feel like Chi-Chi gets the most intricate choreography in these prelim fights. Um, which I do well, love. Well, because Krillin everybody else is too strong to try. Fair. But I do love Krillin watches Chi-Chi beating on some dude, and Krillin's like, oh man, she's stronger than Launch. He specifically picks Launch as the the measuring stick. Well, because Launch is a strong woman, he knows. That's true, but I just think it's funny. And then Goku's like, I might know her. Cut to this random geeky dude running out of the toilet, trying to get over to the stage. While Monk's like, hey, you can't be back here. This is where the fighters need to be. This is just like a guy with like glasses mm -hmm. and like a button down short sleeve shirt and like capris on. Uh, but as he's trying to be like, wait, wait, let me. Which is like not the voice, but basically the voice of the character. Yeah. Like, he's like, it's wait, pretty close. Let me yeah. In. yeah. Yajirobe's standing in the ring and the referee calls for fighter 77. And we reveal that this meek looking dude is fighter 77. Um, and he he gets in the ring against Yajirobe, which, of course, I was like, I feel like he's more than he appears if we put this much emphasis on this character's what? entrance. No! Yeah. <laughs> but he takes his stance comically. His fly is down. And then he runs up at Yajirobe, trips... And gets back up just in time to headbutt straight into Yajirobe's chin and knock him out instantly. Yep. Instant Whoa. KO. Yeah. Fucking KO. KO. Yeah. And this geeky dude is our eight. Ah, Finally, but the who announcer. is this geeky dude? Who knows? They have yet to say his name. I saw the subtitle. Yeah. Finally, the announcer comes to speak to the semifinalist. He, oh, also the announcer has a mustache now. Yes! That's how you know yeah. there's a time skip. They even compliment him on his nice mustache. <laughs> yeah. Marvelous mustache. And R8 are Tien, Yamcha, Krillin, Chi-Chi, Tao, Goku, Piccolo Jr., and Nerdy Dude. No, no. He specifically announces him as Anonymous. Anonymous. No, <laughs> I'm that's just how like, what? Chi -Chi. Is that what you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> That is also how he announces Chi-Chi. Oh, maybe later. it was Chi-Chi then, yeah. Yeah, because he announces this guy's name later. Oh, okay. But, yeah. It was Chi-Chi then. I have Anonymous in my notes, and I couldn't remember who it was. Oh, yeah. 
But Yajirobe does look at this guy and is like, he's obviously more than he appears. I could defeat good warriors. Um, I can't get my Yajirobe ass sort of, accidentally. It had yeah, to be on changes purpose. and gets the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, changes get the fuck gets out of here with the line. There are better opponents in the forest. When you win that fight, you get to eat them. Yeah. So the lots are drawn. Oh, I do love as everybody gets ready to draw lots. The announcer freaks the hell yeah, out. I loved this so much. The last time he saw Krillin, Krillin was fucking dead. <laughs> like he knows it. And Krillin's just like, nah, I got brought back to life. And the announcer's just like, this does not make it better. What? <laughs> Good bit. The lots are drawn and Krillin will be fighting Piccolo Jr. in the first, like in the first four fights. He's going to be match four or match uh, three. Which is like, mm -hmm. oof. Bad luck for Krillin. Early elimination for Krillin, but oh well. Yeah. But match one is going to be Tien versus Tao. Match two is going to be Goku versus Anonymous, which is That's Chi -Chi. the one, okay. Yeah. Match three, Piccolo Jr. versus Krillin. And finally, match four, Yamcha versus Hero, which is the nerdy guy. Yep. That's right, his name was also fights. stupid. Yeah. Outside, which, yeah, that does stick with the usual two serious, two not serious fights for the first round. Uh, outside, the crowd is just going nuts as Tao and Tien sit just outside, facing away from each other, waiting for the match to begin. Also, we cut over to Bulma and Launch, who are letting Roshi and the others know that Chaozu is bruised, but nothing's broken, so well, he'll good. be okay. Yeah. And that's when the Turtle Bros, which is how I refer to Goku, Krillin, and Yamcha, come out to talk to Roshi and co, letting Roshi know that Tao is alive and here to fucking kill. <laughs> Roshi, everyone is worried that Tao could beat Tien, Except Goku. Yeah, Goku's like, like, nah, you got this. On. <laughs> Goku's like, he's got this. There's literally nothing to worry about, Tien. Go get him. Yeah. But then the crane hermit shows up. He just comes up to do his Shins usual... Back. Yeah. yeah, and he's just here to talk shit to Roshi. Absolute Chad. Yeah. Determined that his brother's gonna beat him down. That he's like, he'll beat down your disciples, which Roshi corrects them to let him know, like, they're all independent fighters. They just wear the uniforms out of respect. No, no, see, they're independent contractors. That way I don't have to give them benefits, Shin. Exactly. <laughs> Crane also tells them that the uh, augments his brother has make him stronger than any human ever. And he just leaves, tackling. Yeah, he leaves and he's still, like, shit-talking Roshi as if he's standing there as he's walking away. He just He's just preening to himself as he leaves the conversation. Oh, yeah. But just then, the announcer calls for match one and Roshi gives them, like, gives the Turtle Bros one last little bit of advice being, like, pace yourselves. Because this, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And they head back to the little fighter dojo. So it's like, this is a very sweet little thing. The, yeah, the gang tries to get around the crowds to get a good seat. Bulma realizes <laughs> what they need to do. Wait she a takes minute! Out, yeah, takes out a little like feather duster thing, brushes it under Launch's nose, making this her is, sneeze and go blonde. This is fucked up, Bulma. It's yeah, it's fucked up because she knows that blonde Launch is gonna do what she does next, which is take out her guns and start blasting. <laughs> which I was concerned because at first Launch is like. 
it's time for crowd control. She cocks the guns. And I was no, like, no, no, no. She has, she has guns in capsules that she just carries around with her. That's where she yeah. keeps getting them. She keeps capsules with guns in them in her pocket. Which I love that they decided they needed to, to tell us where these come Explain. from. Explain. Which, you know, honestly, if you thought about it enough, you could figure it out. But I like seeing it acknowledged. Yeah. But back to the Turtle Bros on their way over to the Fighter Dojo. Krillin still worried, but Goku's like, Tien is way stronger than Tao. Also, y'all want some Sensu? <laughs> and then this is when Krillin and Yamcha show that they have Sensu in their pockets and reveal that, yes, them going to go meet and train with Korin is canon. And, and that they I all went off. shocked. Right? And that they all went off to train solo after training with Korin. Also, they were apparently the ones who told Yajirobe about the tournament and were the reason Yajirobe <laughs> was there. Even Although though they, everyone's they like, specifically say they didn't see him around. Yeah, and they're like, I'm not surprised, though. I feel like Yajirobe wouldn't show up to this shit. And Yajirobe's <laughs> in the bushes, like, over here, and he's like, no, I just got beat, assholes. <laughs> My fucking ass slinks <laughs> off to go sulk. Yeah. Y'all suck. <laughs> Y'all are terrible friends. Y'all watch me get my ass kicked and laughed. I hate you all believing. Meet me in the forest. I'll kick your ass and then eat you. Yeah. But now we're in the... Now we're back at the tournament grounds. Fight one about to begin. Crowd just whipped up to a frenzy and the gang made it to the front row. <laughs> After Launch's little, stint, little stunt here with her guns. Uh, which I do love we get a moment of like each of the turtle bros is giving Tien a pep talk. And just a quick little, like, you got this, go get him. Except for Yamcha, who just kind of, like, grabs his hand in the predator handshake kind of pose <laughs> and just nods at him. And Tien just nods back. Break his leg, buddy. Yeah. Tien and Tao are walking out together, and Tao's like, oh, don't you enjoy the crowds. I'll kill you after I defeat you here. And <laughs> Goku. But you can enjoy this moment for now. As they, like, walk out, which... Good evil Tao shit. Mm -hmm. um, and the two take their places opposite each other. Uh, the match starts. Tao is doing everything he can to get into Tien's head, but Tien is doing everything to keep his focus. And that's where the episode ends. And yeah, that's these three episodes of Dragon Ball. So the tournament's underway. Immediately, first big note pacing, way better. Yeah, I mean, it just, like, it just fucking goes. Yeah, yep. yeah it just fucking just like, goes. like, all right, back into it. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, like, let's fucking hit the ground running on these. And they do, which is great. Um, we really get to see a nice reunion of all the characters after three years have passed. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I'm like, legitimately, there were some turns here that surprised me. Which sets, is... Sets the stakes, introduce some new mystery characters. Ooh. Who yeah. could they be? Chi-Chi and the uh, the mysterious hero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the mysterious hero. Who could it be? <laughs> Which I think, if I remember right, hero is actually called Shin. In <laughs> really? Like the original yeah. dub. Yeah. Well, that's not confusing. Yeah, which is, I think, one of the main reasons they changed it in the dub. Was just to make it... Yeah, I'm looking at the wiki page now. His name is Shen in the original, but is Hero. And I'm going to stop reading. And is Hero. <laughs> oh, he does, oh, you don't know? Okay. Well, I won't say anything then. 
I think I I, I already knew, but I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. I've but, already um, known. Yeah. <laughs> I've known since but the they, day. I think they changed born. his name since we already have Shin as a character in as Crane, which Good I call. think, if I'm not mistaken, Supreme Kai in Z, like once we get to Boo, also uses the alias Shin when he enters the world tournament. Everybody just named Shin? Apparently it's just a really popular alias. Is this just John Doe? In the Dragon Ball world, it seems so. Okay. Yeah. But I, yeah. Though I think Shin might also be Supreme Kai's canonical name, perhaps? I mean, Shin stands for God. Yeah, which is Shin, like S-H-I-N, as opposed to Shen. S-H-E-N, which is Ooh. Crane, yeah. and the original name of Hero. Gotcha. Okay, so it's just really on the nose Oh, uh, it's, Okay. Uh, Toriyama is it really on the nose? <laughs> These questions I ponder. Will Toriyama make a plot twist that isn't seen 30,000 miles from space? The answer with may surprise you, eye. or perhaps it won't It won't surprise you, because you'll see it coming. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> God, Toriyama sh- doesn't exactly play with your expectations super hard. Oh, that just makes that's incredible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I'm I'm excited to get. I mean, this is the arc that when I talk about Dragon Ball with people who've seen Dragon Ball, they hold this arc as the best. Like the last tournament is like this is when Dragon Ball really gets going, but this tournament is like this is the peak of Dragon Ball, like the original. This is the good shit. Yeah, it's which like you kind of have a. Like I said, we have, like, the greatest hits to some degree of Dragon Ball's other arcs, with the mm-hmm. exception of no appearance from the Pilaf gang, which I <laughs> sad. doubt... Sad! I doubt they will make an appearance in this arc. Shu should have shown up, and Goku should have stolen his clothes again, just for old time's sake. But it wouldn't fit him anymore. Just as a flex. Like, he could maybe wear Shin's clothes as, like, a boot. As, like, a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, Here's so fun we're hats. getting into, yeah, <laughs> which I will say so far, tournament arcs are like the bread and butter of Dragon Ball, just in general, so I'm not surprised that a tournament arc is like the bread and, you know, what is held up as the peak of this. And it's weird that they don't appear in Z, except for like that one time in Boo. The Pilaf gang? No, tournaments. Oh yeah, like there is a little bit of a world martial arts tournament in Z and yeah it's just the beginning part of Boo and that tournament doesn't even get an actual conclusion no yeah because Vegeta, Vegeta blows up half the stage because <laughs> Vegeta Vegeta all over the shooting, place much like we will see, much like we saw earlier but to a much horrible launch. degree <laughs> yeah but it is um, weird because like Dragon Ball was arc was normal tournament normal tournament normal tournament and then Z it's just arc 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 a little bit of tournament arc yeah, well, and then they outgrow it, right? Like that's like they the do, yeah. super. Well, super comes back to tournaments because the super has like arc, arc tournament, arc tournament. It's like the late. Is that's where super goes? Oh, does though the, they're does tournament the tournament power like, really count? 
I mean, it that is one doesn't have does, um, yeah, but that one doesn't have like the structure of all the other mm. ones, which is also true. The it's, I mean, sure, it's power. a tournament, but it's more like a, like a free for all. It's a battle royale. Deal. It's a literal yeah. battle royale. Yeah. yeah, it's a battle. It's royale. a battle royale with eight person team or ten person teams, yeah. eight ten person teams. So like you do have people on your side, but yeah, it's a battle yeah. royale. Um, and then so far it's back to arc arc. If we're going with the manga of Super, mm-hmm. we haven't had another tournament arc, but yeah, Dragon Ball sort of abandons tournament arcs but when you think about like the the frieza arc almost has a tournament structure to it just in terms of like the rising opponents like one-on-one matches kind of going forward i can see that I mean, except they, you just I, don't, I don't know, know if them i agree with that time. because like tournament arcs also have like the, the the powerful characters there beating the fuck out of everyone frieza does not fight till it gets to the end yeah, we are going to see piccolo true. and goku fuck everyone up who gets in their way before we get to piccolo goku yeah, there's the building anticipation of seeing the two titans titan. Yeah. Which you do see a little bit of Frieza fighting other people in the Frieza arc. Like, Frieza takes down Nail. But then it kind of just comes down to Frieza versus everyone until it's just Frieza versus Goku at the end. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like, there's still, like, some structural nods, but it's not quite the same. It's yeah, more... Yeah, there's, there's definitely, like, a similar structure, just yeah. as in the sense of, like, having this show is about fighting people, that there will be some level of, like, well, if they're in a tournament fighting each other, there will be some similarity to them going around fighting other people in a non-tournament <laughs> setting. It's just, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I like the tournament, I think it, like, sets a stage of, like, that characters can interact closely to each other without instantly going for the fucking throat. Mm-hmm. Um, which, is which, I, which is which is what I like about the tournament structures a lot is like it goes okay, we know who they are which now you, they they have to now interact with each other without killing each other right away. Yeah, and they can't kill each other in the ring. Yeah, so that also brings the stakes down sometimes to some degree. A little bit, yeah. I think it's okay yeah. to have them kill each other, but in that's the okay. Ring. Yeah. Well, that's where the tournament of power kind of blends the two. Because, <laughs> because it's like whoever loses <laughs> fucking super dies. They yeah. can't. You can't like you can't I, kill each other in the ring. But I, your team only goes I out, get to kill you. Yeah, but if you your team goes out, you're wiped from fucking existence. Yeah, the super god <laughs> comes. You and get kills unmade. You. Yeah, which is I don't know. It is fascinating how the tournament of power kind of combines the two styles of storytelling in Dragon Ball arcs and makes it work. At least in my opinion. Like, I think the Tournament of Power, especially in the anime, works pretty well. All right, I gotta ask for the audience group now, and by that I mean you two, um, how are you feeling about the new outfits for everyone? How are we looking? I like it. I mean, the fits are good. Goku's outfit here becomes really iconic. Like, this is Goku's outfit through all of Z, with the exception of the last little part of Z. Uh, Yamcha, Krillin, really look about how they will look for the rest of the time as well. Tien has I think not Krillin, changed. Tien yeah, looks gets the exact an fucking same. Tien has a shirt on <laughs> in various parts, but that's about it. Well, Tien, yeah, he doesn't change. like a white tank Not even Tien a tank top, yeah. just a t-shirt. <laughs> Tien gets two major outfit changes through Dragon Ball, which is the very small part of Boo that he's in, which is the best TN outfit yeah. of all time. Hands down. The, yeah. like, blue half-key kind of one-shoulder thing that he wears. Mm-hmm. And then there's the outfit he wears in Super, which isn't bad, but it's a little more elaborate. And I almost think, like, TN works better with a simpler outfit. Kind of goes with his whole, like, Buddhist monk aesthetic. 
Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, wait, doesn't in the cell he you knows he wears the white T-shirt half? He's got right? like the kind of green khaki kind of. Yeah, that's the point. cell yeah, one. I remember but then that the boo- one. Yeah, but the boo arc is still always my favorite. He also has like a cape. Yeah, like he has a, a fucking cape. cape gee shit. It looks so fucking. It looks like he's a superhero coming to save the day. He doesn't do shit. Yeah. but <laughs> the story. Unfortunately, is the unfortunately, he's a human fighting boo. Yeah. I mean, he gets, like, he saves some people and buys enough time for, like, Goku to get there and start delivering the SmackDown. Yeah, he, saved, he saves some people just in time for them to get genocided later. No, this is after oh, is it? Boo okay. does the human extinction attack. Yeah. Oh, well, then how are they still alive? Because these were people who were, like, on the lookout. Yeah, uh... Tien is able to just, like, Tien and Shaozu are just strong enough that they're able to evade die. the yeah, attack. Yeah, they're just yeah. good enough to do it. It's just, yeah, everyone else, which, okay. man, we still got to say, like, in terms of raising the stakes, just, I that is one part of Boo that I think works really well in terms of just fucking with the stakes, is they're literally con- trying to convince Boo, like, just give us time for uh, Goten and Trunks to get out of the hyperbolic time chamber, and the way he decides to pass time is to just walk to the middle of the lookout, stick one hand in the air, and murder the entire human race in like three minutes swing and a miss there bob yeah which literally like they're all freaking the hell out while this is happening and piccolo <laughs> has to kind of like or somebody is holding them back i don't think it's piccolo it might be dende being like we can use the dragon balls just calm down and like it's honestly one of the like darker more like holy shit moments of z <laughs> yeah boo is like one of the more creepier villains of like Dragon Ball, because of all the variations mm. and things he does, it just is so poorly paced that no one gives a fuck at mm. some point about Boo, which is fair. Boo, yeah, Boo, having rewatched Boo like a year and a half ago with the Kai final chapters coming out, like two years ago, I think, Boo is very high highs and low lows for that whole arc. <laughs> yep. Like, Goku versus Vegeta round two, great. Boo annihilating the human race, great. The finale, like the actual like win against uh pure boo or kid, kid boo. boo. Kid boo. Great. The stuff in between really drags in moments. <laughs> There's other good moments like uh I really like Go Ten or Go Tanks versus Super Boo is a good fight. Um the great Saiyaman stuff goes on too long, but is a fun bit of, like, how fucking lame Gohan is, but also strong. Um, Ultimate Gohan arriving to fight Super Boo is one of the most <laughs> badass lines of dialogue in all of Dragon Ball. Just period. The fight you, no, I'm gonna kill you line is so fucking good. Prep, props to Kyle Bear for perfect delivery on that line. <laughs> And pour one out um, for Dragon Ball for ruining that line. Yeah, which I was still surprised when it was last episode, I think, or the episode before, uh, when we talked about the character popularity polls. Like, I was still happy to see how high Gohan is, <laughs> despite like how Gohan. little they give him. Yeah. Yeah, people want Gohan to get something. <laughs> we all want Gohan to get something, but they're just giving it all to Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Yeah, I mean, like the yeah, like like we've always said about Dragon Ball. I would be so fucking excited if they announced like Dragon Ball, anything other name to it, 
Spin-off. And it was just not using any of the Dragon Ball characters. I just don't I just don't care oh, yeah. about seeing a new Goku form whatsoever. I mean, yeah, I was hoping Superhero, the new super movie, might focus on other characters. The trailer gives me the impression it will not. <laughs> <laughs> that it's still going to be a Goku story. As are all but, stories with Dragon Ball. Yeah. Because it's obviously not... Like I know some people were wondering if it was going to be set during like the Granola arc. And just be like, here's what everyone else is doing while Goku mm-hmm. and Vegeta are off dealing with that. Which I'm like, that would have been a good opening. Yeah, it'd be great. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, explore some of the other characters. Obviously, the trailer we have is pretty bare bones. So we'll see as it gets closer to the actual film's release. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't have faith in it to not be a Goku story. <laughs> I don't have, yeah, I don't, I've lost, uh, to, to like be frank about Dragon Ball, I've lost complete faith in Dragon Ball to try to be original. Um, like to a, like a huge degree, right? Like, I just don't, I don't think know. they have it in them to do that anymore. I'm because I'm still... Goku is such a powerhouse of a character that, like, it's like getting mm. rid of Mario, right? Yeah, like, I was, I was literally just it. about to make that a, that a comparison. He's such an institution that you can't touch it anymore. And, like, I think people who like Mario, like, I get it. I do not think, like, throwing a cap and possessing someone, like, made me go, oh, fuck, Mario has been reinvented, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Mario is still Mario. Mario is the guy who hop around and collected the star. Um, yeah. Mario is the man who gets voiced by Chris Pratt, you know? Like, that's what Mario It was Mario a moon is. chase. Yeah, it's a moon now. Uh, but like that's what Mario is. It's a guy gets voiced by Chris Pratt. It isn't something really unique or cool. It is Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's that's like what Goku is. Like if Goku got made in America, like it would be played by Chris Pratt. Like that is the character at this point. Ah, so, so we could still, have so we, yeah. so Chris Pratt could have the Holy Trinity: Mario, <laughs> yeah. Garfield, and Goku. <laughs> the three G. <laughs> no, I'm still been. Pretty, I was about to say it. The three G, yeah, the the G in Mario is silent. Garfield, like, Goku, yeah. and Gario. Yeah, Gario. <laughs> Wall the Gario. <laughs> but no, I I don't know. I've still been happy with what they're doing with Goku and Vegeta in the manga of Super, with the most recent chapter now delving into Bardock of all characters. And how he relates to the current arc. So now Goku knows about his father. Yeah, like, um, one thing I want to say is, like, I don't think, like, they're it's going to be bad, right? Like, originality and being good are, are separate things in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think Goku and, like, Dragon Ball will still be fun for me to watch f- probably forever if they kept going as it's going. Just I think it would eventually be too, get to eat itself too many times, but... yeah. Like, I enjoy the act of, like, I'm going to be hype when we get to Ultra Instinct Goku. That buildup will still make me happy. I like the buildup of a new form. It's always yeah. fun for me. But, like, I'm I'm also not going to be, like, Ultra Instinct is a brand new iteration of Dragon Ball. Game Dragon Ball going somewhere so differently. I can't believe they did Ultra Instinct. It's like, yeah, they did a new form. Cool. All right, moving on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's no, but see, this I'm one's at. a technique, question mark. Question mark, question mark. It's a technique that makes them so fucking strong. <laughs> And he has to but channel you, it for but a certain amount of time. But can you Kaioken the Ultra Instinct? Yeah. And, uh, like, that's fine. Intrinsically, you shouldn't be able to Kaioken Ultra Instinct. But when has that stopped Goku before? Yeah, I don't know. Anime Ultra Instinct seems to also op- operate a little differently than manga Ultra Instinct, for worse, I think. I think the manga handles that form a little better. Mm. But it's, it's in one subtle thing. 
Because there's like a moment in the anime that Goku gets a power boost in Ultra Instinct when he gets pissed off. Which, you know, is classic Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. But the manga makes work. it clear that if you gave in to anger while you were in Ultra Instinct, you'd lose the form. Yeah, I thought that was the point. That is the point. And definitely the manga emphasizes it, which they really do a good job of in the Moro arc when they show Goku getting access to perfected Ultra Instinct, like, at will. It seems like a moment that's going to mirror, pretty much mirror the classic Super Saiyan transformation. Mm-hmm. A character gets killed. Goku's in like that kind of angry, hunched over pose at the end of that chapter. But then the next chapter opens and it's this like he looks up, like dispersing that energy and talks to Jocko of all people. God, <laughs> the powerful of all the space. Cars. No, no. <laughs> but Jocko kind of he's like asking him like, why did you join the Galactic Patrol? Like very calmly and like it's an answer and he sort of like thinks about it. He rejoices in the life that Miris, this other new character, had uh, and that he fought doing what he was passionate for and calmly accepts that. And in the moment that he finds a calm in the middle of this emotional storm, that's when he awakens perfected Ultra Instinct. Which is like, okay. that's great. Like, that's mm-hmm. a great kind of inversion of the Dragon Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. It's also just one of the cleanest, like, transformations in Dragon Ball. Like, it's mm-hmm. so good. Like, he just kind of leans his head back, looks up, column of energy shooting up <laughs> into the stars. It all makes sense out now. I'm going across, to kill you. Yeah, across literally the entire planet. Like, just reverberates out and around. But it's like, high energy hits everyone, and then it's just immediately calm. Like, unnaturally calm as the wave passes. Which I'm like, that's Ultra Instinct, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good. I was like, awesome. This is great. Anyway, this enough spoilers great. for the manga. <laughs> but yeah, these these episodes here, like, we're really getting into the bread and butter of, like, a good tournament arc. And I think this is a good intro. Shit's happening. And I'm excited to see... It didn't feel like we cheaped out on the animation too much in these episodes. Not a ton happens. And we do have, like, two flashbacks that are mm-hmm. obviously cost-effective. But, to be, but fair, there wasn't a... to be fair to the Tao one, that's been, like, years real time. Yeah. So I'm like, that they could almost get away with. Who's so Mercenary like... Tao? This character that showed up in three episodes, and now he's back. Better give a refresher yeah. on how he died. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm like, excited but worried for this fight, because I'm like, are we going to get some of that cost-cutting in the Tao Tien fight? Which I feel like, No. I mean, like, I feel like I mean, get... fuck the Tien Yamcha fight was a banger. Yeah, I feel and like that one probably... was right off the bat. So hopefully not. Yeah, I feel like the cheap, quote unquote, cheap fights would probably be like maybe Goku v Chi Chi, as it'll probably just be over quickly. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the cost saving ones are going to be Goku Chi Chi and uh, Hero Yamcha versus Yamcha. And Hero. Yeah, I think because be a, that one because like that one's not going to be a fight. in the TN one just because like context they have history right, so they'll yeah. have to show it. But it's like maybe as a flashback, not like one where it's a repeat because we don't actually have no idea what the the what's yeah. it called the history yeah, they, of they've Tao never slash. They TN haven't is. talked on screen together since the last two before the last episode. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have so they have to them. animate something. Yeah, we haven't had them, like, together. So, like, I feel like, yeah, we'll probably get a flashback, but it'll be, like, an original 
flashback. It won't be like a repeat of a scene. Now they'll they'll just play unrelated peel-off footage over the voiceover. Yeah. I'm more just like, are we gonna get a lot of like repeat animation like action shots yeah, in yeah, these yeah. fights? Yeah, the, the um, usual cost saving measures. I we'll think there'll, there'll always be some in any mm-hmm. fight just because that's how oh, they'll be operate. But yeah. I think I think it'll be more. I, I'm hoping it'll be more interesting. Like they know this is the final arc. They know like what they're doing. That in some mm-hmm. respect, I hope like this is like their final hoorah. So they're gonna go as All out. good as they can for. It, but we'll see. Yeah, there are definitely like the Piccolo especially- fight versus Goku is fucking super long. So there's a lot of like start and stop. But that's also how that is written in the manga. So I'm like mm-hmm. I, I I have less information on this stuff earlier. Though I remember specifically thinking the Krillin Piccolo fight was pretty cool. So that's all I really remember. Yeah. And the actually I remember the Tien fight versus Tao being like having very cool moments and the Krillin versus Piccolo fights having very cool moments. So I'm like, I'm very excited to like be like, do my this is my memory right or my super fucking off base? <laughs> <laughs> well I'm curious and like yeah, this is kind of the last hurrah for Dragon Ball. So I'm also like maybe they pulled out all the stops in terms of like animation budget and whatnot. But Thomas, this is a, got five more episodes afterwards. Yeah. I mean, at this point, this is a phenomenon. Like, Dragon Ball is as big as it will become, in Japan at least. It hasn't yeah. really broken in the West at this mm-hmm. point well, in the it, anime. It, it never That's because Dragon Ball doesn't exist in the West. Yeah, yeah. Z is what brings Dragon Ball back. Mm-hmm. Which Z, the dub, the Funimation dub specifically, as there were other attempts to dub it and try oh, to yeah. distribute it. But the Funimation dub of Z didn't start until 1996 which was the year that dragon ball gt ended its run in japan so does that mean we start with the ocean dub no oh okay (laughs) part of me almost wants to if i can fucking (laughs) find it just because that is what most people don't realize is the clip of vegeta yelling it's over 9,000 is actually from the ocean dub and not the funimation dub like the one (laughs) that became isn't the brilliant scientist line from that one too, or is that all? Yes. Or is that a Funimation one? Okay, that's. What I, I believe, thought. yeah. Which that's Brian Drummond who voiced Vegeta in those. Which I do yeah, love cause, that because they were like, leaning more into the Superman Goku thing in that dub. Yeah, which I get if you're like you know taking the four kids approach. Trying. Oh yeah, to like, it's it is yeah. blindingly obvious if you don't know any, if you don't know Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, Goku's just it's just Superman. Yeah, especially if you're starting at Z, where you now yeah. have that information. When you know he's a space alien. Yeah, it's like, that becomes the obvious through line. If you're like, I want to make this more palatable for a Western audience. Where, like, Goku's already basically Superman, so just bring that up. Which, Goku's more selfish than Superman in terms of, like, his character motivations and who he is. Oh, yeah. Um, He'll help people, but that's not the reason he's there. He's, the reason he's there is to beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, I mean, to a degree, Goku does believe in, like, I should protect those weaker than me and the innocent. But Goku, yeah, is, he's more in it to fight stronger people and become stronger than he is to be a guardian and a savior. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I'm excited to see how this tournament goes going forward. Forly. I guess that, that's it. So I hope not. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.